My name is Brianna, and I welcome you to the Tales of Adventure, a D&D podcast like no other. My name is Eric Ramirez. Uh, I've been playing D&D for four years. Yeah, four years. And this is my half-elf gunslinger, Levi Marillion. Well, have a meet, please. And I don't suppose you know anyone who knows what's happened here recently with the whole dictator being usurped. And I, I don't know what else going on. I just got here. Oh, it's funny that you should ask. I was there myself firsthand. My name's Levi. How are you? Oh, wonderful. My name is Estra. Pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you, Estra. What all's going on here? Well, from my understanding, and I've never been to this town for good reason. It's pretty downtrodden. But it seems they had a dictator who did not allow magic and ended up forcing a lot of people out to their homes. That's terrible. It's amazing what superstition or things like that will cause people to do. I mean, check this part out too. It's the worst part. is the fact that the dictator had all the magic. He didn't want anybody else to have any. So, of course, me and my friends, well, mostly one of them. She's our sorcerer. She has a father who's a dragon, I think. We don't know. But she's from here and, well, she wanted to intervene. And a hero never says no. That is very true. It's weird. I guess it makes a little more sense that he's ordering all of the magic for himself, but that's never a good sign. How did you manage to defeat him? I imagine he was rather powerful. Oh my gosh, he was crazy powerful. But, you see, I'm a bit of a tinkerer myself, and I created these. It's a little bomb that I made out of gunpowder and, uh, well, pieces of stuff that I found laying around my workshop. So we kind of planted these all over the place and led him into an ambush, and we let one off, and things go boom very well. Hmm, very clever. Imagine much more effective than a head-on approach. Yeah, I think if we'd done that way, like my dragonborn barbarian friend over here wanted to, uh, we'd probably be dead. This guy had all types of magic from the Abyss or someplace like that. I'm not really a religious type, so I'm not sure what it means, but it seemed pretty crazy. Power from the Abyss, that's never a particularly good sign. Is that what brought you here in the first place? No, it was actually our sorcerer. She wanted to come and visit home. She said she needed to speak to her father about her past, and well... We got here, things weren't easy going at first, what with a lot of my comrades having magic themselves. We rubbed people the wrong way. If you heard about the blowing up the barracks, that was us. I believe I heard something about that as well. Also, it's unfortunate people here don't like magic. That's good to know, though. Might have to keep a little more of a low profile. Well, most people don't notice me anyway unless I want them to. Oh. You're pretty good at hiding yourself, huh? 
I've never seen you around here. I'm new to the area. It took a while for word to get here about the dictator. I heard a bit about him casting people out and it's hard time for people with magic and there's something going on. I didn't hear the whole story, but I have friends in most places that feed me information about things like this and I needed some place to go that wasn't the place I was in, so I... Decided to come by and see what was going on. I must have just missed you taking down the dictator. Good job on that, by the way. Well, thank you. It wasn't just me, of course. You know, I had a bit a bit of help. We have a shifter fellow. He looks kind of like a half-dog. And Anyways, I appreciate it. It was interesting, and it was nice to be of service to a city in need, for sure. Do you travel around often, uh, helping different cities? Well, traveling is kind of the only way I've really ever known things recently. See, I used to live in a traveling circus, and I left for various reasons, and I would travel around and explore different cities and help where I could, mostly older women and and gentlemen and stuff like that around the farms and whatnot. But then I stumbled upon my group, and, well, with them, we have been going from town to town to uh, do some good deeds, and and rescue some people. Where are some of the places you have been? I met them all at a town called Shitty Creek. Um, not that far from here, actually. No, I lied. It's a couple days. But most of our adventuring happened up in the mountains, Frost-type mountains, and out there we, we saved a woman who was hanging off a tree. We found a satyr who was making pies. We saved a village from a giant yeti. If you've never seen a giant yeti, those things are rather disgusting. I can imagine. I've seen many giant creatures, and it's never a fun time when you run into one. Well, depending on the where you are. Sometimes they're not that bad. I've never met a nice yeti. Maybe one day I shall make it a journey of mine. I've never met the yeti in general, but there are some creatures where they're Typically not very nice, because they're not very intelligent. Well, well, I guess you could just maybe feed it something and maybe it won't kill you. Perhaps. I gotta tell you, if you leave town here before they're finished cleaning everything up, you're gonna miss the fact that we are gonna crown the new democracy, and I guess they have a council, and this council is being headed by my friend's uncle. Can you believe it? Hmm. Well, hopefully he will prove to be a better leader, and it's always nice to see a change, especially from people who've been under the dictatorship, to have the ability to choose and speak up and have a voice. It's going to be rather interesting, I think. I think the people here will do well. I think they will, too. They seem to be excited to have their magic back. I mean... Aranya, our sorceress, went out and did some of her show, and and the kids, they absolutely adored it, and I can tell that a lot of the the life and energy is coming back slowly into this place. Yeah, most places do not do very well without the magic. No, not at all. How long has it been since you left your circus? Oh, it has probably been about five years since I left. You might have heard of them. It's called... Wilbur's Wonder Emporium. That does sound familiar. I was 
Like I said, I have connections in places and I was told that I should check that out. They didn't tell me why I should check that out, but they told me I should check that out. Some of my connections are not very specific in their hints and suggestions. So huh. I often don't know if I'm checking it out because they're dangerous or I'm checking it out because they're entertaining. Oh, no. Wilbur's is the first circus to have what we like to call fireworks and uh, ballistics. My father, he was the one to create this. This here is my, my pistol. I take it everywhere with me. And he was the inventor of it. Wilbur's Wonder Emporium. It's a very special piece of machinery you have there. It's my prized possession. I took it from Papa, and it's been mine ever since. Well, how did he react to you taking it? Uh, to be honest, I haven't seen him since. Oh, so he was not willing to give it up, I imagine. No, he did not want to give it up at first, but... I've seen what things like this can do to people in the stories of heroes, and I figured it would be better in my hands where I could use it to save lives. That is true, and the last thing anyone wants is people figuring out how to make more of those. Yeah, these things hurt. Yeah, and the war and fighting is deadly enough without weapons like that. Though I do commend his craftsmanship of being able to make one that's no easy thing. Yeah, I'm not sure how he did it either. I have to look over his plan sometimes when I fix it, but he's pretty smart. Would you like to hold it? If you wasn't mind. No, not at all. Take it. I remember the last time I was this close to something like this when someone wasn't trying to kill me with it. <laughs> Do you often get yourself in situations where someone would want to kill you? When you have a habit of... I get involved in... Quite a few things. Most of the time it's peripherally, but often people figured out that I'm the one pulling the strings, making sure that their nefarious plans don't work out, and they take it rather personally. Yeah, I could see that. That's happened myself a couple times here. There was one time we were camping, and someone tried to use my pistol against me, but they shot themselves. I imagine it's, it does seem like it's something rather challenging to use if you don't already know how. It takes some getting used to and messing around with, and even to this day, every once in a while I'll catch my thumb or a finger on some of the gears in here, but yeah, for the most part, once you get the hang of it, you're uh, pretty unstoppable. I can imagine. I also imagine having a weapon like this, you get hired to do more dangerous jobs, or do you not advertise that you have this weapon? My comrades have told me that perhaps I should not use it so openly in fears of people wanting to take it and use it for the wrong reasons, and I kind of understand them, but for the most part, when push comes to shove and if someone needs to be helped, I will pull it out and no shame in using it. Fair enough. So I gathered your, you have not spoken to anyone in your family for fear that they will still be upset over this acquisition of yours? Uh, my family is a bit of an interesting story. You know, my father, he is a good person, I believe. 
Of course, I took the gun from him because as a human, sometimes they get a little overzealous. And I didn't want him to fall into producing, like you said, for war or anybody else, so I took it. As for my mother, well, she's not from here. She is, lives in what my father calls the Feywild, and, well, she left me with him. And I don't know much about her. All I know is that she is a noble in an elvish court, apparently. Uh, noble in an elvish court, I imagine not many people you know, on her side of the family probably know about you. Probably not. I wonder sometimes if she would even recognize me if she were to see me, but I try not to dwell on it. I'm thinking about something or someone I didn't have, it, it takes the wind out of the sails of adventure, if you will. So I just try to keep my spirits up and, and enjoy my new family with my friends here. That's good. It's a good way to go about life. Family can be complicated, but it can also be the people we choose to surround ourselves with. Indeed. Do you have anybody in particular who you surround yourself with? Perhaps a group of friends that you travel with as well? I oftentimes travel alone, but oh, as I said, I have a network of people that I keep in touch with regularly. They let me know of any changes going on in any worlds that should be concerned about. I meet up with them pretty regularly, but I do have some old friends that I have not seen in a while, but it's a bit of a complicated story. They're kind of... There's some sort of barrier between me and being able to get to them that I've yet to figure out how to get past, if that makes any sense. Well, that makes sense to me as well. I think... I remember a time where... We were in a log cabin town, and we actually found a barrier to some other place. And uh, when we broke through it, we ended up in a crazy jungle place that wanted to kill us, and we were attacked by a little man with a red hat. So we ran back through the barrier, and somehow the magic collapsed and it closed. So I don't get them either. It's not exactly the kind of barrier I'm talking about, but I feel like I actually know where that is. It's not a fun place to stumble into. Nobody knew who where it was, or who that person was. All I have to say is, he was rude. Very rude. It's a good thing you were able to get out of there and that it collapsed. Don't think it would be very fun having him wandering around our world. Huh. Well, the funny thing about that is that we actually managed to kill him in our world, and when he died, his sickle, which was rusted, disappeared. The only thing that remained was a red hat. That's strange. Magic is weird sometimes. Magic is pretty cool. True, very true. Do you have any magic of your own, or no? Uh, the only magical thing I carry on me is my cape. Whenever I tell it to, with my mind, I can make it billow. Would you like to see? Yes, I would. Huzzah! And as you see, my cloak moves on its own. I got this on my travels. I actually caught it on the road. At the same time, I had bought my pet monkey, but he ran away. So I don't do very well with pets. 
It's a very impressive cloak, by the way. Never quite seen that enchantment before, though I know many people who would appreciate having something like that. Well, it's all about the show. I believe coming from the circus, it's good to allow my creativity to flow, and this good cape here does the job. Very true, very true. So, do you also like to build things, like your father? I do. I'm actually working on improving this gun and making it to shoot further. But it's a complicated process and it takes a lot of time. I'm not as smart as my papa either, but it's fun. We make what I can. I've made bombs before. I have made sticky traps. I even once made a grappling hook. Oh, those are very useful. Yeah, we used it to... Uh, Traverse over the rooftops as we enacted our plan against the dictator. Now, I will say it's a little hard to jump up between all the roofs here. And I fell quite a few times. But let's still get the job done if you need to, in a pinch. I'm sure even experienced roof jumpers have fallen every now and then. Ah, probably. I've... Never seen any of the acrobats in the circus fall, but then again, if they do, they would probably die. I'm curious, how did you go about taking down the dictator? So, after we had set up the bombs, it had ended up isolating him in his governor's circle, and I was luckily perched up on a roof a little bit away with my handy dandy gun here. And, well, between the aid of our Dragonborn Barbarian here, and our Rogue, he is a tabaxi fellow, his name is Reed, he's a funny guy. Reed managed to actually sneak up behind the Dictator and ended up delivering the final blow after we engaged in some pretty hearty combat. I almost lost a couple of my comrades in that battle. But you didn't though, that's the important part. No, we didn't lose one this time. but. I've lost a friend before. It's difficult. What happened? We ended up in the court of a dragon, and it wanted to bestow us some boons, but in order to do so, we must prove our worth in a trial by combat. And, well, my group and I were put in a pit, and we tried to fight, but I ended up losing my life. And in exchange for mine, he gave his. I'm sorry to hear that. Though I am glad you are here, of course, but I imagine it weighs on you a bit. Aye, it does. I think about him a lot, and while we've done good things here in this city, sometimes I wonder if perhaps he could do better. But you cling to what you have now, and I've clung to my friends here with my group, and I know that he's in a better place, perhaps. Hopefully. And I imagine you're making him proud by continuing to help people. There is one thing he told me one time, and I know he's proud because I've done it. He told me to get better armor. <laughs> Having better armor is very helpful. It is. I actually don't get to wear a lot of magical items, but this cape makes me feel better, and nothing says you're in good hands like a good set of leather armor. 
That's true. It's also easier to get around and then play it mail. Be honest with you, I'm on the weaker side, and I've tried heavy armor on one time, and I could barely walk ten feet. I'm not a big fan of it, but sometimes it helps. But also with the leather armor, use the right enchantments, and it can be pretty protective as well. Also, it's cheaper to repair. Well, yeah, it's much cheaper, but yeah, as long as you're quick and you're fast, and you got your hand on the trigger, as I like to say, <laughs> you can always take them out before they take you out, and that tends to be my go-to style. Why engage in a fight when you can take down the enemy before they get near you? That's right. Now from here, we're planning to go uh, further into the mountains, and they said that there is more to be discovered up there in terms of the dragon's lair, and hopefully that dragon that we find up there is Aranya's father, and that's where we're going next. What are you planning to do next? I'm not entirely sure. I might stay around, explore a bit, see what I can find. I always like visiting new worlds and just wandering their streets and seeing the people. Just sort of blending in. Though, if necessary, I'm more than willing to step up, step in, and do what it takes to defend people. See, I know I liked you for a reason. It's good to defend people. Oftentimes, the average person is looked over, and they're ignored, and then they don't get the help that they need. I'm happy to see that there's other people like you and me to do the good in the world. My friends and I, the friends I haven't seen in a long time, we came from a world where no one was willing to stand up to do the right thing until it was too late. But we knew we had to do whatever it took to protect the people. So we did it. We saved our people, and one of the downsides of this was I, part of why I haven't seen them in a long time, is there was a cost, and I've been trying to find a way to more or less restore them, but it's difficult, especially when I'm not 100% sure what happened. Wow, I am so sorry about that. I know it must be difficult trying to keep yourself together and find a way to bring your friends back. But, you seem pretty strong. I'm sure you'll be able to do it. you got to have hope. I do have hope. It's what keeps me going. It's another reason why I travel. I like to meet new people and make new friends and connections. And I've got a rather wide network. It's why I continue to wander the world, though, is... I want to see who all I find, and I enjoy meeting adventurers such as yourself, the people willing to stand up when duty calls, and when there is a need to protect the people, because I know I can reach out and rely on them. Hmm. I agree. It's, it's good. It's a good thing to do. Now, I believe here our job is done, but... I'm hoping that pretty soon we can help more cities out in a big way to hopefully be as important to my world as you are to yours. That's an incredible story. It's also a bit of a long one. But the important part is the people are safe. 
And I'm sure there are plenty of people who are in need of your help, so... To saving the world, one city at a time. To saving the world. It was a uh, pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you as well. Would you care for another round of drinks? I, I will take you up on that offer. I'm curious. What is your goal in all of your travels? Like, When you think about the world you are trying to create, what do you picture? <laughs> that is a good question. One I've pondered many times as I look up at the stars. My papa used to read me a lot of stories about heroes and doing the right thing and being a protector. And I just hope that at the end of my story, I can be seen as a hero. I want to leave a positive impression on the world and change people's lives so that they are happier and hopeful. It is a incredibly noble goal. Yeah, maybe they'll make a statue of me. Perhaps they will. Have you ever thought about what you might do whenever you're done adventuring? Maybe I would make my own circus. Make it as wonderful as Wilbur's Wonder Emporium. Perhaps one day you will be able to reconnect with your family again. Perhaps. And run into your mother. That could be interesting. It would be nice to meet her. You never know where fate is going to lead you, I've discovered. Take you to some very strange places. Well, if they're as crazy as that one jungle place we ended up in, yeah, it'll be interesting. I look forward to it all. As do I. As do I. Tales of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Toiber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find for those who need it.
Hi everybody, we're Waffles Maple Syrup and we play Pathfinder 2E and all sorts of different TTRPGs. You're about to listen to our time travel homebrew campaign called Time Has Passed. Check it out! Doldren just comes charging up this way towards where uh, L ran off to and sees that rune still there and Tanigal attacking uh, L and be like, I said the rune! As he just mm. turns charges at it and I again just jumps, leaps, and swings with them all. Why would anybody want to be a human? That's stupid. If Most people don't get a choice. I mean, but we did. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of damage! I have no weapons aside from my body. Oh dear. (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my. You see this humanoid shape enclosed in a white robe form in the void of your dreams. As we zoom into where his face should be, there is nothing but blackness. The blackness that leaks from his hood begins to enshroud your mind, wrapping around you in this space. I need all of you to make a will saving throw. And if you like what you just heard, search Waffles Maple Syrup, one word, and give us a subscribe. Thanks!